Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Hello and welcome back to the Kingdom Says Podcast. We are back here for another episode. I am your host as always, Garrett Williams at Garrett720. And joining me today are a, uh, a plethora of people. I'll introduce first my uh, my two normal co-hosts, Kyle Henning and at Arrowhead Tom, Tom Welty, at KDEN16 for Kyle. Kyle and Tom, how are you two doing today? Uh, it's almost Friday, so much better than I was yesterday and not as good as I will be tomorrow. Tom, you? I'm doing great. That's awesome to hear. Always great to hear. And we also have a, a special guest joining us. Tom, if you would uh, like to do the honors. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your dials. This is a rare and phenomenal opportunity for us as we have one of the premier guests in Chiefs podcast in the Chiefs podcast world. Uh, here on the Kingdom Says Podcast, we, we are joined today by a living legend, a man among boys, and somebody who is always a consummate professional, the man who single-handedly outworked the Las Vegas Raiders scouting department this past offseason with his 100 in 100 draft prospect series. Seriously, they took Alex Leatherwood in the first round. Have we not talked about that? Anyways, the new deputy editor and host of the Roughing the Kicker podcast, you can find him at Footnoted on Twitter, Jordan Foot, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Jordan. I, I welcome, sir. Can can we get that clipped and sent to me at some point <laughs> yep. so I can hold yeah, on no to it for the rest of my life? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Tom, I next time I come on, I'm gonna have to write out an equally as <laughs> insane intro for you, um, and luck. we're just gonna take turns doing it. All right, we can. We'll see how it goes. The intro off between Jordan. Jordan and Tom. How are you doing today? Yeah, I, I'm. Man, I'm. I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm glad that it feels like it's been forever since I've been on. In reality, it's probably been a couple months, but I'm um, super excited to, to come back on the show. Yep. Tom, we can get you a couple more roles if Jordan's going to be able to read a role like you just did. For <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read. I'm about to accomplish a few more things. Yeah, huh? So. We'll have to make those resumes longer like we, Jordan has because Jordan's oh resume goodness. is starting to really get there. We didn't even oh talk about all the gosh. basketball stuff he's doing. Yeah, he does basketball stuff. Yeah. He does high school <clears throat> scouting stuff and he'll, prep you know, work. Yeah. He'll, you know. he'll appear on radio every now and again. You I know. guess I, I should have included Mr. No Days Off as one I of saw. the uh, <laughs> as one of your descriptors. He found his way. He found his way near and near and around Fox, I think, for a little bit too, helping out do some stuff. So. Oh my gosh, you guys know more about me than I know about me. <laughs> we are welcome, the Jordan Foot fan, fan club. Yeah, podcast. exactly. That is what this podcast is at all times. All us in spirit are always rooting for Jordan. So. Happy to have him on today to discuss a couple topics we've got, and then we've also got a uh, a big uh, kind of a uh, game we're gonna play at the end here uh, to to really get the uh, the minds thinking. But start off here, we have some some Chiefs news that was in the uh, the news cycle. The 
the dreaded Twitter media news cycle. The first one here, um, Travis Kelsey has made some controversial. Uh, well, I guess there was just a lot of controversy around how to pronounce Travis Kelsey's name uh, this past week. Because uh, an old interview on him with Buzzin' the Boys talking about how his name was pronounced. And basically every every reporter basically has talked to every single member of Travis Kelsey's family to figure out how to pronounce the name. And it still wasn't even really came down to a consensus. Uh, Jordan, I want to start off with you since, uh, you know, you clearly love this topic. Um, how, what do you think? Travis Kelsey's name. Is it a, is it important at all? It, if this were the regular season, I, I don't even know if it would have broke through the news cycle. Like it's, it's the dog days of the NFL offseason. There's nothing it going on. Wouldn't camp. Have. Yeah. <laughs> it makes, it made no difference to me. He's Travis Kelsey either way. I don't yeah. care. You know, until he makes a big deal and says, guys, I'd prefer to be called Kels. I didn't even think about it. And he still hasn't said that. So he obviously doesn't have a problem with it. Um, his brother kind of sharing the background behind it is actually nice. So I hope tomorrow, um, which will be Thursday, it's hard to keep track of days, um, when we wake up, there won't be any talk about it anymore. But I feel like it's going to be a running joke throughout the whole regular season. So I, I didn't really care for it. Jordan, tomorrow's Friday. I was trying to think it's tomorrow it Friday. I was trying to think of what day it was, and yeah, <laughs> like I said, like I said, it's hard to uh, keep track of days. The Kingdom yeah. Podcast, where we don't believe in calendars. The calendars are fake. That is true. Well, we've all been in our houses for the most part of the last eighteen months. Yeah. So, what's a calendar? I'm barely sure what day it is most of the time. What day yeah. of the month it is is a complete guess. I mean, who has I... who has real weekends anymore? Too. It's like the weekend is whatever day you're off, you know. And and with Jordan, of course, there are, are no days. That would off. be That's never Christmas. no days off. Oh so. my goodness. <laughs> um, Let's talk about the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Can we commit, <laughs> as a podcast, can we commit? to referring to him exclusively as Travis Kels just to be different? No, I, I just can't. No, I, mean, I, right. yeah. I think no, the I don't know if anyone can. Hey, all right, Harold got to the bottom of this earlier today at the car wash, yeah. first of all. Secondly, the interview, the reason that I can affirmatively say to you that this wouldn't be a story in the middle of the season, that interview is seven months old. I watched it when it first came out. Yeah, exactly. That is very old. And even Travis Kelsey said it with uh, in the in his little talk today. Like He said it literally just because he messed up Taylor Lewan's name. So Which he, he did again today, yeah. talking about Taylor Lewan. He called him Tyler. Yeah, so... Ultimately, the uh, the Chiefs offseason news cycle. I mean, it just We're you never you We're never know. Name. Yeah, you and never know what's going to pop out of there. It's it's God. crazy what what hops on in the Chiefs news cycle. I mean, we don't even have to talk about the one that popped off about Frank Clark, but um, uh, some other news. Kyle, I know that the uh, the Chiefs ended up announcing the uh, the who are, did. who's making the the poster for the first game. Yep. So if you guys aren't familiar, the Chiefs put out a thing on socials, uh, I don't know, it was a couple months ago, to nominate all your favorite Chiefs artists to do different weeks of the year game day posters. I don't know if it's just home games or if it's all 16, I don't remember. Forgive me. But they uh, they went through and did that, and you went in and nominated. And a one of the fantastic artists that's in Chiefs Kingdom, uh, Caitlin Snelling, is going to be doing the Browns week. I, she did a Tyron Matthew digital piece that the Chiefs featured back, I think, April of last year or something like that. Um, and she does some really cool stuff. So if you also don't follow her and don't haven't seen her work, you should probably go look at that. And a little teaser slash spoiler here. Soon we're going to have another artist from the Kingdom joining us uh, on, on the show. So 
pay attention to that because there might be something coming with that that you guys might be interested in getting your hands on. That's a little tease, a little tease right there. Always <laughs> like to see it and, you know, always like to see the, the great kingdom art. There's so, so many talented artists in the Chiefs kingdom. I feel like, I mean, I, don't, I, can't, I guess I can't speak for other fan bases, but I feel like the Chiefs kingdom has some, has some really solid artists. Like, uh, there's a ton of them also, comparatively speaking, from what I've seen from most other NFL yeah. fan bases on Twitter. Not knocking any other artists in other fan bases, but there's a lot of really good artists in the kingdom. <laughs> There really yeah. are. So if you're listening to this and you have art, <laughs> yeah, one, you know, I, I, ball, like, I got a list. I got a list of, of but guys. Yeah, if you're listening and you have somebody that you really like, make sure you're tagging them. I mean, we yeah. want to give these guys yeah. exposure. Give love. If you've got art, feel free to share it, you know, in a comment or whatever. Tag us in it. We will. I, I don't run the Twitter, but we'll, <laughs> we'll retweet stuff. We support yeah. our kingdom says artists. Jared right? and I got you. Exactly. We're, on, uh, we're yeah. on both of our phones. We got it all the time. It's yeah. always yeah. on. Yeah, Kyle and, and Garrett got you. So if you've got art, if you're a Chiefs artist, give us a holler. Also, other podcasts, We, if you haven't noticed, uh, we work with the guys over at Arrowhead Report a fair amount. Um, we like working with the other groups. Uh, our yeah. guys at a lot of places. I, I, I took a picture in enemy territory when I went traveling last week for for the fourth with our guys <laughs> over at Kingdom Cast shirt on. So, And there's a, several others. Uh, Chief Concerns, Marcus Dash over there is a good dude. Talked to him several yeah. times. So all these, all the podcasts, man. There's so much content. Yeah, I'm not even gonna bother mentioning KC Sports Network because everybody that listens to us already knows they exist. <laughs> yeah, over. exactly. But there's just tons of awesome content that comes out of Chiefs Kingdom. So have to be happy to be a, a fish in the pond. You know, is that the expression? Is that, I believe so. Is that an expression? I'm making. There's room for everybody in the pond if you listen to Kent over there at KC Sports Network. Yeah. So yeah. the pond is infinitely yeah. big. So. Better to be a fish in the pond than a fish in the hand. I don't, that's mm. probably not. Fan, <laughs> I don't think that. I think that's two sayings yeah. together I think, I think in a hybrid is, way. Never heard that it, one. I think before. it's still true. But it works. Uh, yeah. The other thing, the other thing, in the, on the less fun note, and we'll just get into it. Uh, Frank Clark's arraignment slash plea deal hearing scheduled for the day after the Philly game in October. So yeah. Uh, and if you haven't, another. Chiefs content area, Seth Kaiser, and your guy, I believe, over at SIR Head Report, Real Bird Lawyer, did a combined piece on Chief in the North where they broke down <laughs> all the legalese that none of us speak that they do, mm -hmm. and they put it yeah. in English. So if you need to figure out what that looks like, go A, if you haven't subscribed to Seth's newsletter because you're severely missing out on all kinds of things. B, it's a really good piece on the legal stuff that Frank could be facing. And then didn't Connor put something out, Jordan? About yeah, yeah. Connor put out. Yeah, it was like a um, the Chiefs can get out of the contract by doing this. They can save money by doing that. This is the penalty they would incur. So um, that's on that airheadreport.com. Doesn't yeah. a lot of that boil down to? And I'm not going to steal the thunder of the article, but doesn't a lot of that boil down to how he's um, suspended by the league? How, what the technical definition of the suspension is for? Because mm -hmm. yeah, there's like four uh, or five things that fall under. Yeah, yeah. Contract, contract detrimental policy. He has to violate the personal conduct policy for it to matter. So if they deem it something outside of the personal conduct policy, which I think would be hard to do at this point, um, then it wouldn't be able to avoid it. But yeah. Yeah, go check out yeah. that article on arrowheadreport.com. Connor did a way better Connor, job than that. Yeah, too. Connor talked to some some Yeah, he talked to some great cap experts and, and really broke it down on the chief saving year by year and uh, you know unfortunate yeah. situation but uh you know this is the stuff that you uh you know you plan for if if need be so
Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Uh, with that being said, let's hop into uh, the main the main topic for, for the evening here. Uh, shout out to Twitter user iHeartTits. That's actually that's his uh, that's his ad. I was looking at that. I was like, man, his name is Ian Hartitz. So I saw it. I Hartitz. It's great. Yeah. It's a, it's a, right. it's a shout out. Play. Shout out Ian Hartitz. Uh, coming up with this Twitter kind of uh, thing here that he, you know, he unleashed. July offseason content, baby. Yeah. What so, he came up with. The thing is, aliens invade Earth, and we gotta win a football game. Dudes play both ways. Current injuries apply. Roster size is eleven. And basically, it goes to make the picks. So now we've modified it a little from his because we're yep. not going to do all NFL players, and we're not worried about current day. We're going to adapt this to the Chiefs, and we're going to do all-time Kansas City Chiefs. So basically, pick your most eleven aliens of the Chiefs history. Yeah, is what this eleven is guys who can play. We're going to do this as a group because this is far too many lists to do exactly. individually. Eleven guys who can play on the offense and defensive side of the ball. So. You know, it's basically going back to high school football, and all the star players are playing on both sides. So you're looking for yeah. you're looking for D linemen that can play O line. You're looking for for wide receivers that can play corner and uh, so everything else so like that. To kind of get the conversion. Yeah. To kind of get the structure of this, I think we all just kind of go around and nominate one, and then everybody says yay or nay, and provides their reasons for why, and then we go from there and compile a list. Right. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll, let's get the hardest position out of the way. Course. Yeah, I guess it would help if I unmuted my mic. <laughs> let's get the hardest position oh, out of the way. Um, let's start with the quarterback. That's important, right? Right. Um, Very. If we after, paid attention after to careful deliberation of who would be the best quarterback for the candidate, this took me a while. I had a long. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes is going to be the quarterback, just narrowly, just barely edging out Tyler Thigpen. Um, mm. And I would also like to suggest that Patrick plays safety on defense so that he can be in the back half and analyze things, but also not have to hit anybody. He can just chill back there and only get dirty if he needs to. Unless he chooses to, which we've seen him willingly do if you've watched highlight tapes from when he was a younger man. Yeah, I think that he would. I think he would low key like like I have him list that strong safety because he's going to come downhill. And okay. Walk. Yeah. See, I'm I would I'm the opposite. I would think he would want to be the free safety that gets to roam around and just pick who he lays out, basically. He can Pat can can deliver a hit. If you remember in the Super Bowl Fifty Four <laughs> when he when he laid out that Forty Nine ers defender and he hit him. I was going to say yeah. Ashtakwisky Hart, I believe, is who exactly. hit him on that yeah. play and how yeah. that went. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's so pretty pretty. That was a good ass hit, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you right? He stood up and, <laughs> and not to quiz. So I think that's a pretty universal pick for all of us. Pat's going to be playing quarterback for us, and uh, yeah. he did play safety in high school, I believe, um, yeah. and pretty decently, I think. So uh, I mean, I got, we had to deal with uh, on a whole off season or and a full on season of people worried about Pat getting hurt doing you know tiny little things. And we're playing uh, aliens for one game, and we need to win. Yeah. He's playing. Exactly, he's going to be playing both ways. <laughs> uh, so I think the next position here is where it gets a lot tougher. Um, running back slash 
I don't know, whatever he would you play got on the defensive side. On the you defensive got, side you got some options. I want to start off with Jordan. What's your what's your mindset here for a two way running back? It's got to be Jamal, and I just the problem for me is figuring out where he plays on defense because you could go like a Christian Okoye and have him be like a linebacker or yeah. something. But I just think Jamal in the modern NFL adds a lot more value as that pass catching threat. Um, you could line him up out wide as a receiver if you needed to. I guess him and Pat in the secondary would be pretty crazy. Jamal's fast enough to be a corner, but I just don't know if he has the coverage skills. Dan Sorensen role. He could <laughs> be in the Dan Sorensen role. Maybe. Like he could be kind of the utility hybrid. Um, but I think Jamal's going to be my pick. I mean, he's a running back. He knows how to play linebacker, basically, because it's just flipping the spots on the other side of the ball. So being that yeah. off-ball smaller linebacker, like they use Dan a lot as sometimes, makes a ton of sense for Jamal there. Also, yeah. him and Patrick together on offense. I don't really care what alien you're playing. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, scenario, whatever dream outside. scenario we have to create to have Patrick Mahomes and Jamal Charles on the same offense, we're going to do it, I think. Yeah, I'm um, pretty much good with that. Yeah, I think Christian Okoye is pretty interesting, though, because, I mean, that I dude do. is basically a middle linebacker. But uh, And I, there's potential you go two running back sets here, because you can use Jamal as a receiver also. Yeah, that is true. Yep. You could, yeah, because, you know, you don't have to technically call him a running back. It's just 11 guys. So I think Jamal, unless, Tom, do you have any objection to, to, to Jamal? That's 100% what I had, so right on. I'm here for it. So right, any other, so any other honorable field. mentions to in the running back position, but Jamal is just freaky athletic. The only, the only other guy I could think of honorable mention would be Larry, just based on his size and how he plays. Yeah, he's another bigger and he, guy. You could put him at linebacker easily. He that dude will hit, would lo- love to hit anything and everything he could. Yeah. Okay, so uh, moving on here, I guess maybe the wide receiver corner position. Um, in the in I in Mr. Uh, I Hartitz's original post, he went with all wide receivers basically, uh, and just banking on the fact that they're going to be able to play corner. Um, I don't know if there's any corners in the Chiefs' history that I would you know take to athletically you know be a wide receiver. I mean, we've had some some great guys, but uh, over some of the wide receivers we have, I'm not sure. You you could make a severe argument for probably Dale Carter playing both sides of the ball. Ooh, that's who I was thinking. I, that I want somebody else. Yeah. Uh, who's is, your thought? I've got a throwback. Okay. And I, I feel like we got a solid case. So this is my CB one and my wide receiver two. Okay. Six foot two, hundred and ninety-two pounds. He is twelfth all time in NFL and in interceptions. Um, he has five pick sixes. He's an NFL Hall of Famer, and he coached for well over twenty years including for the Kansas City Chiefs, Emmett Thomas. I was going to say, oh, the only guy I think okay. of with that resume yeah. was Emmett Thomas. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. that was the one resume I was thinking. Yeah, Emmett yeah, Thomas so he, was very athletic. And he, high I, football yes. IQ. Right. I didn't realize he was as big as he was, but, yeah, he led the NFL in interceptions. Um, he returned punts and kickoffs. Mm. He, I think, I mean, again, played in a different era, but if we're, we're going all times and talking about, like, aliens – I think Emmett Thomas is one of the most underrated guys in NFL history. Um, and then on That's top of that, like said, the coaching, the the coaching, and the just speaks to his football IQ. So that would be one of my nominations. I can respect that. I can definitely respect that. I'm trying to think here. Yeah, I don't think any other cornerback besides Emmett Thomas would would make that list. But I don't know. Like I said, the only one other than that me is Dale Carter. And it's it, if, yeah. I, if we if you're going between those two, I also didn't realize how big Emmett Thomas was. Yeah, exactly. he's a tall guy. That's a big dude. 
which offsets what is likely the other selection at wide receiver for that I, I imagine we'll all agree on. Yeah. So I, th- I yep. guess we can knock out the the first the wide third receiver. Alien. Yeah. The first wide receiver pretty easily. Tyree Kill is going to be playing wide receiver for us, and also and you'll, you know for this yeah and corner and you know for the sake of this uh, kick and punt returner as well. So yep. that is something to factor <laughs> in. Uh, Emmett Thomas, you know, did return kicks and punts, but that role will be taken by Tyreek. Uh, so you know that's obviously he can. He'll definitely be able to play corner against anyone. Um, I have no worries about that. So it's just you're looking for the number two with receiver to, to kind of compliment him. So would you guys go Emmett Thomas or? So I have another option for that spot if there's only, other, if there's only two wide receiver spots. Yeah. Is that right? Um, yeah, pretty much. It looks like, well, I guess. Because you got to get oh, yeah, enough this guy This guy included Jalen Ramsey, actually, too. So this guy did have one corner. So Okay. So there's basically three, so then, three so then, skill position players. Slash like I'm that. good with yeah. him at Thomas. The other guy I would mention, and he's also a current chief, McCall. wears 32 and Whoops. plays safety. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, it's, it's easily Honey Badger. Honey Badger. Ball in his hand on the offensive side of the football. You guys remember, if you haven't got, gone back and watched him at LSU, please do. Please, God, go watch those highlights. There's a reason he was easily the most dominant player in college football by a historic margin. Like, dude was bonkers at, at LSU, both sides of the football. And I have zero doubt he would be the same effectiveness on both sides of the football in, in this scenario. I don't hate that pick for sure. Jordan, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the Honey Badger? I- I, I love it. I just heard that he had one more current chief, and the only reason I said McColl is because he was a convert from cornerback to wideout. Mm. Um, I wouldn't pick him, so I'm glad Kyle didn't say that. <laughs> no. Um, but the Honey Badger just... I like just, McColl, but not that damn much. Not yeah, for aliens yeah, coming yeah. to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> the Honey Badger, just good stuff happens when the ball's in his hands, and that's basically what Kyle said. I mean, it, it's it makes too much sense. Also, he's playing aliens, and Honey Badgers aren't scared of shit, so... Yep there's that piece too yeah. yeah so my only concern with that is that we have two defensive players essentially playing on the offensive side of the ball and you can argue tyron matthew is technically an offensive player if he chose to be. i mean yeah you could argue <laughs> it but the fact remains that he does play defense so it's we also have patrick mahomes tyree kill and jamal charles on offense and eight yeah. more spots left i guess that's true guess and there's also there's also still uh, a slot for uh, another specific uh, guy who does catch balls at the same time so you know what i think i might be fine with this actually emmett thomas yeah. and uh, and tyron matthew rounding out those two other skill position i guess slots if you want to call it that um so yeah i think that's good to uh throw back from the past and a current guy so then you know we do have the uh, the tight end position slash uh linebacker because at this point we have all of our all of our secondaries pretty much filled up, right? I mean, I guess yep. if you're playing yep. Charles yeah. as a linebacker, but uh, our secondaries pretty like much filled that's up. That, that's that dirty Dan rule. This yeah. is this is going to probably be the hardest conversation, the tight end position. Just this will be hard. But we will probably spoiler more teasing. It's easy. Have a larger conversation about this at some point in the off season about who is the greatest tight end uh, to ever put on the chiefs uniform yeah and we have we have differing opinions here so i kyle you have a smile on your face and jordan you said it was easy so no i don't know you guys can which what do you guys think yeah i want to hear from jordan how easy it's it tough is. from this scenario but i want to hear jordan first it's kelsey like yeah. kelsey's the best chiefs tight end ever kelsey's better than tony g he's more talented than tony g he has the chemistry with mahomes he is 
he's just better. And like that doesn't mean Tony G isn't great. Like he is probably the goat tight end for right now, I think. Um, but in terms of Chiefs, Kelsey, like he's just the best. And I think that he he fits the best with this current offense. And I think he'd play one hell of a linebacker. Like I think he'd be pretty good at that. He I don't can cover guys. Yeah, I'm about to say I don't I think he'd no be terrible. He can't cover dudes. He like none. Yeah. He could he could definitely cover a tight end out of the backfield or uh, I just, you know, yeah. I, feel I just like wanted to real quick I, just say it. it's it's Kels, not yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I I'm, um, with, I'm with Jordan. I'm going to banish you to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> I'm with Jordan. Give me uh give me Travis Kels over Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, I am thinking I'm taking Kelsey too. Kyle, any yeah, questions it, to that? No, obviously okay. not. I'm the one that has the quote out on Very Twitter good. right now. Very good. Just making sure, just making sure we're all. Jordan and I will have the goat conversation later on. I'm sure Connor, Mr. Connor, can come on and we can we can all hash that one out. <laughs> so we're saying uh, Travis Kelts is playing Travis linebacker Kelsey. and tight end. Yeah, I think we're trusting linebacker, the will linebacker. Other yeah, about that. He moms. also could play a deep safety if you know you want to hail Mary, put him back there and as three safety, safety and, three corners. And be good. He won't look like Gronk back there and be confused yeah, on what to do with will, the ball. He will. He will have the angle. Like he will. <laughs> have, yeah. So that makes six of eleven players filled out here, and now we're getting to the yes. big guys. Here's um, the fun part. This yeah. is where it's going to be. This is going to be interesting. Different. Yeah. So. There's, I don't know. I guess we'll just kind of start off and then just naming some some big guys that uh, we want to play offensive line and defensive line. Is is what we'll let the guests go first. Jordan, man, I don't know. Like it's not that there aren't great players to choose from. It's that narrowing it down into different ones. Like people will say Dontari Poe because of the the quarterback thing. They'll say like Colin Saunders. Like I think Chris Jones would be kind of nasty as like even a guard, not even necessarily a tackle. Yeah. Um, just the, the ferocious, I think Derek Naughty would be a pretty nasty guard or center or something like both of those guys, obviously all time. I'm not going to pick Derek Naughty, but yeah. I think those guys can flip over to the other side and, and hold their own. Uh, yeah. I have, so I, I think there's only one real answer from like the current layout of this offensive yep. and defensive line yeah. and maybe two, but I really think it's just one and it's Chris Jones. You yeah. can play him at guard. You can play him at tackle. You can play him at D tackle. You can play him at D end. You can play him at nose. If you really have to put him in that tech. Exactly. Like, the versatility he's, is, is he's an alien. Like we're, we're playing aliens and sometimes we get to pick aliens and he's a freaking alien. Like that dude is just not normal. Yeah, exactly. So I would, I would definitely trust him to to be one of those linemen, and then obviously just wreak havoc on the D line. So that's one that's one out the way. Um, I'm thinking of some other big guys. Don Terry Poe is interesting as like a center potentially, and then also playing nose tackle or just you know something like that. But I feel like we we might want to go for more athletic so, guys just because. So there's there's a name we have to go with. It's an all timer yeah. that he can play both sides of the ball. He can play yes. tackle. He can play end. It's Derek Thomas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think I think gotta be. Derek yep. Thomas, even if you, even if you're like, oh, he's too small. I don't care if he's too small. Do not give Mahomes will figure that out. And yeah. Derek Thomas on that defense, um, I don't care. Will, don't will be, care. Especially when you think about pairing Derek Thomas with Chris Jones. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That alone that, is uh, is worth its weight in gold, I think. Yes. Especially because so, they would be going up against essentially non-offensive linemen. So. So defensively, we're looking at. Um, kind of a strange configuration. So we'll, we'll have to make a tough choice. We've got to find somebody who can play on the offensive line 
who can also play linebacker. Which I think Derek is Thomas. going to, I think is going to leave us with leaving out a guy that probably would make the list if Derek Thomas didn't exist. So I just want to mention him now before people get really upset, and that's Bobby Bell. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I have no qualms with Bobby Bell at all, but yeah. he's he was six four two twenty eight. He can't play line. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. So I would. So we we mentioned Dontari Poe, and so seeing as how this defense is kind of looking like a three four defense, um, at least on paper. Right. I didn't so think about that. Chris Jones, Derek Thomas. I would say. Dontari Poe at center and no stackle makes a lot of sense. Plus, when you talk about yep. athletic aliens, I think Poe, even though his his peak was um, brief, kind of, yeah, was brief, but his peak was good. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was when he was I'm with in you. Form, he was one of the best defensive linemen in the league. So where does yeah. that leave us? What do we got? got two left or one left? Uh, so we got be four, guards. five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we got two left. All right. Willie I think Rofe. we need. Yeah, I about to say. I think we do need an actual offensive lineman, Willie um, Rofe. And Willie <laughs> Rofe, I think out of I the out of the qualifying did. guys, if you're thinking about, because he would be playing. Well, he would be playing what on the on the D line. He'd be a, a D end essentially, and then you could have Derek Thomas be an outside linebacker. Um, yep. So yeah. Any any uh, objections from anyone from Willie Rofe? He's the best. I, I, for me, he's the best lineman the Chiefs have had. <clears throat> Yeah, I think so for sure. And I mean, you know, you're talking about athletic guys, and I think he's, I think he'll definitely uh, be able to compete at the at, on the defensive line. So that leaves what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that leaves one position left. Um, one more offensive lineman, I guess, uh, or a guy who will be playing on the offensive line. Unless we're wanting to roll with like a four offensive line set and just telling yeah. telling Pat to relive the Super Bowl. Oh, you stick. What are we, oh, are we looking like on defense? On defense, okay. What are so we looking like on? Let's break it down on defense. We have uh, on the D line. We're, we're kind of considering going with three four here. So we're going Dontari Poe, Willie Rofe, and Chris Jones on the D line as your three D linemen. And then uh, linebacker wise, we have Derek Thomas, uh, Jamal Charles, and who am you I missing? Got, Travis Kelsey. You- You've got Kelsey yeah. for that, and then you've got an option there with. So that's kind of where that spot's going to so be. So we're a kind of looking for yeah, a linebacker. Go hear me out on this. Tony Gonzalez, and then you can leave Ooh. one of him and Kelsey as an extra offensive lineman. Or if you really want Mahomes to just get rid of the ball quickly, you can have Kelsey and him work. Then Tony G and Kelsey as two linebackers out there. That what is. Event? I don't hate that. That is Tony not a bad crazy. idea. That's How big is it's that? It's unorthodox, but we're. I mean, Tony is an athletic. Tony freak. had to have been like 245, 250. Yeah, he. I mean, he's, maybe actually like 240. I don't know. Man, he was he was a bit bigger, but he was. I mean, he moved like a like he was 220. Yeah. So it's Tony so, G. I think is it's okay. Interesting. Just the only other name I will present you besides Tony Gonzalez because I like the the off the off the wall slightly because Spags likes to do weird crap anyway. Yeah. And I'm assuming coaching staff remains for this, so you get Reed and Spags. Yeah. Um, the only other name I'll mention is Buck Buchanan, simply because he was six seven two seventy. Wow, that's a good I one. I did not know that I he was Buck that Buchanan as my guy. That was that was gonna be my pick. So that's uh, a huge human being, and he definitely was freaky. Yeah, so you'd be putting him and, at middle linebacker, then, I guess. Then and hilariously, that allows you to put Chris Jones as an outside linebacker with Derek Thomas on either side. <laughs> I guess I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that. 
that would be something. Because now you've got Lily Rofe, Dontari Poe, and Buck Buchanan down on the line. You've got your offensive line locked, sealed, and delivered. And you've got Chris Jones, Derek Thomas, Travis Kelsey, and Jamal Charles as your linebacking crew with Mahomes, Matthew, Tyreek Hill, and Emmett Thomas as your corners and safeties. I'm cool with that. I'm, I, I'm pretty way. Cool. I, I think yeah. Garrett's the deciding vote. Yeah, I'm. I that is a, that is enticing. I just feel like you know we our defense is pretty solid already, in my opinion. Like our defense seems pretty intact, and our I offensive just think line. I think the offensive line so much more that it gives you that wall. Yeah, I mean he is a wall, but I think about Tony G, and he is you know he's a tight end, so he knows how to block. He is you know he obviously has right, a lot right, of blocking right. let me, assignments. Let me pull up Tony such. real quick because I want to get his exact stats here. Yeah, let's get his exact here, stats. If Tony if Tony weighs two fifty or more, we go with Tony, and if he doesn't, then we leave him off. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm very cool with that. Because I think that I think that is pretty exciting. Because Tony should have all the, all the technique. What He's probably it? like what two forty nine or two fifty one or something. Oh, oh my gosh! All right, Tony, you didn't. Yeah, meet the sorry, sorry, Tony. Sorry, Tony. Have fun in Atlanta. Sorry, Tony. So six five two forty seven versus six seven two seventy. Who's more yeah. athletic and who helps the most? Ah, God, it's got to go with I, Buck. Yeah, God, I think you have to. Tony, put Tony didn't cut it. You got to no, put more yeah. beef up front for that's yeah. razor thin, man. I, mean, I yeah. agree though. I think you got to go Buchanan just yeah, because you can. And like I said, massive. can you imagine Derek Thomas and Chris Jones blitzing with that down, three down lineman? Yeah, I didn't even think about putting Chris Jones as an Woo! outside linebacker, but that Good luck. would be Who are you blocking? Yeah, yeah. So you're, if you're an alien or not? Yeah. So even so, our offensive line may be mostly defensive players, but the defense. Even even Willie Rofe was such a math like he could move people. He will move people yep. on either side, and so yeah. you put him there at that five tech spot. And oh, yeah. him and Dontari Poe, man. Yeah, him, Dontari Poe, Buck Buchanan, Buchanan with Chris Jones and Derek Thomas coming around the edge. Yeah, I mean uh, those three could take up all five blockers by themselves. Poe, Rofe, and Buchanan, like they're yep. they're taking over and, everyone. Like have fun, have fun, DT and CJ. Yeah, yeah, we Roy didn't Lanier talk also about. Be... There's some there's some other names, some old school names. The one that I I like. I wanted to just shoot one. Um, yeah, I wanted to, but it just you know, it, it's just such a tough one. I don't know how much you guys and um, I know they just recently got the one of the roads in Kansas City named the Joe Delaney Memorial Highway. Joe Delaney. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Joe Delaney is one of my favorite Chiefs players of all times. And if you've ever like watched his, oh my gosh, he was he was so he would have been. That's so what I was thinking bad. about as for like yeah. a speed guy because he was. I mean, yeah. he was he was, just, he was a monster. Yeah, and he that would was. be like the only position that would be the only guy I would potentially replace Jamal with and just yeah. exclusively play him at like a free safety and just have him like just run all yeah. over the field, you know. I can yeah. see that. You can make that argument for Delaney, but I or, think that's just down to another, us. We, all of us aren't quite that old. I that almost, <laughs> I almost suggested uh, Derek Johnson as a running back slash linebacker combo. That wouldn't have been. Uh, I like Lee Davis as, as a tight end linebacker. You know, Derek's got some hands. So. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I just yeah. with the he amount of talent hard. that we've yeah. had at tight end and linebacker, it's hard to include him because there's dudes just it's just a dude fest at tight end and linebacker. And plus with yeah. the with the D line that we got, I'm not too worried about running yeah. backs doing anything to us. I think. Yeah. Hey. We're gonna to get to see what Chris Jones looks like in coverage because I can I will bet you money he's gonna to get to find out what it's like to drop as a D end yeah. in coverage. Here at the Tom Holly to treatment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so to recap here, and just one final. By the way, that's another dude that didn't get talked about who's also an alien yeah. as far as work ethics concerned. And if if, yeah. if there was room and he wasn't 
undersized, so to speak, comparatively mm -hmm. speaking to all these dudes that similarly have kind of the same motor. He'd have been on this list, but oh, yeah, Tomba is his a biggest Tomba is a, was his motor. Yeah, Tomba is a right tackle. I mean, he would do he would do just fine. I feel like like he could oh, do all the hand fighting, baby. Yeah, like he, yeah. he would just rely solely on technique and dominate mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah, which Schwartz level? We didn't talk technique. about it. We didn't. Yeah, Schwartz, yeah. Tomba. There's a laundry list of dudes. Some, but Jordan, I, want, I wanted to ask you about this, and I know this. We've already kind of wrapped the list, so we'll put the list out on Twitter so everybody can see it. We'll recap it here in just a second, and Garrett can give it back one more time. But I wanted to ask Jordan because we talked about Tomba a ton. And something that I wanted to mention that I thought about a lot, you see Aaron Donald and all the odd training he does with the knives and the sword. Who was doing that first? Tomba. Tomba used to do all of that crazy training with the different youth techniques and all the hand fighting. That's the dude who's modernized that, is it not? Like, am I insane for thinking that that's the guy that pretty much started this whole thing? Um, uh, maybe. I think that maybe someone was doing it before him. Maybe someone is doing it after, but Tamba like was the first that I saw kind of do that unique level stuff. So um, I, I don't know if, <laughs> if he was necessarily the first, but man, Tamba, he was a different breed and he gave it his all. Like you saw, even in the video when he was at Arrowhead, the way that oh, guy was yeah, walking oh, yeah. at what, 40 me. years old. I yeah. mean, he, he gave it his all, and he's going to feel that for the rest of his life. Um, but he it was worth the investment, like, tenfold. He he was such a good player and such a good leader for that team. And Tomba, too, his, like, he kinda, his career kind of came up in the social media age. I guess started yeah. it and, you know, really kind of developed in that. So, I, you know, Tomba, obviously, you know, there's probably a lot of videos that came out, but there's probably some crazy guys in the 90s and 80s doing some, some wild things because they had no – no knowledge of what they were doing to themselves. Um, back Go then was support a, that man. His music yeah. is well yeah. worth the support. His music is actually no us, cap, all of the very fire. Kingdom. He gave it all for all of Cheese Kingdom. If you haven't watched that video of him walk on the field the day he retires, you can literally see it. He yeah. left it all. So, shout out to Tomba. So, let's recap the list here one more time. We got Patrick Mahomes playing quarterback slash safety. We got Jamal Charles playing running back slash safety linebacker kind of hybrid guy. We got Tyreek Hill playing wide receiver and corner. We got Emmett Thomas playing wide receiver and corner. We've got Tyron Matthew playing uh, wide receiver and, and safety corner. But, you know, normal Tyron Matthew things. Whatever wherever, he wants Wherever you want. If you want to play him at D-tackle, <laughs> go ahead and play him at D-tackle. He'll you do can, it. We didn't even talk about that. You can blitz him. if You can bring him up and put him at nose if you want. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to be a weapon. <laughs> Travis Kelsey at tight end slash linebacker. Chris Jones as uh, a linebacker, uh, D-end, hybrid, and also uh, offensive lineman. What do you think? Guard probably. Probably put him at, at guard. Guard, maybe tackle, right guard. Giantly long, but yeah. we've got tackles, so... Then we got Derek Thomas at the defensive lineman, defensive end, linebacker, wherever you want to put him, and then at tackle probably. Dontari Poe at center and defensive tackle, nose tackle. Willie Rofe at your left tackle position and on the D-line. And then Buck Buchanan rounding out that offensive line. And, of course, that defensive line, just a mountain of a man. So pretty good, so I'd say. The other topic I wanted to bring up, and this ties directly into this Chiefs, this team right now, if you look at this defense that we just built out of a bunch of just dudes, it's going to be that amoeba defense, right? You're going to get yeah. the linebackers and the, and the linemen all up on the line, and sometimes they're all going to be standing up, and you don't have a clue who's coming. That's what and I think we're going to see that more this year than we did 
the past two seasons with Spags because he's got the tools that he wants to do it with now, barring Frank Clark doesn't end up actually bad off. Yeah, exactly. I think that, I think this team would yeah. Spags would have a lot of creative ways to use them. I think also like you're tying to, to Chiefs right now, like he's definitely getting more comfortable, I think, and with all the, the pieces he's kinda of finally started to add. Jordan, I know I don't know how you feel, but I think he's gonna really excel this year. Yeah, I think um losing Breland obviously hurts, but you're gonna get more luxurious need, you're gonna get a contract year Charverius Ward, you're gonna get DeAndre Baker, you're going to get Mike Hughes in a contract year. The Chiefs are going to have to continue to be masters of adding and subtracting pieces and figuring out who fits and who doesn't. Um, but with that said, I, I'm i excited. I think Spags is one of the best in the business. I think he got a bad rap. Kind of that year off helped him a lot to kind of step back and reflect and figure out what it was going to work, what wasn't going to work. Um, and man, when a team you get promoted to a job or you get thrown into a bad situation it's really easy to to screw it up but to what you're doing from scratch this is kind of rebuilt with um, it's been crazy and like how can you not do well when you have chris jones when you have Aaron matthew yeah just of talent that you're able to have and then get the most out of it has been great yep i agree Jordan checking in from Cybertron over here. Was I really? Spectrum is so bad. Spectrum is so bad. I forgot you are still rocking that Spectrum. That has been not available nearby. Jesus. Next week on the Peanuts Does Podcast, what's worse? Spectrum or Todd Haley, head coach? I'm just too cheap, and I'm paying for the $35 a month plan, and I'm getting the $35 a month internet, and I'm just going to have to buy the bullet and pay more. Seems like you might have to bite yeah. the bullet on that one, but we're going to wrap it up here. Th- Jordan, yeah. thank you once again for coming on and joining us and talking some Chiefs. Always great to have you on. Uh, be sure to find him on Twitter at footnoted over on uh, arrowheadreport.com, SI Chiefs doing all his fun stuff. And uh, be sure to check all of us out at kden 16 at Garrett720, at ArrowheadTom, at Kingdom Says Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to keep on chugging along here in the offseason. Training camp's right around the corner. Um, we're finally going to have some, some real stuff to talk about, some real position battles and everything that will definitely break down. And, uh, yeah, thanks you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. 
keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details.